with death comes life. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, The Digger and the Flower, by Joseph Kufler, published by Baser Plus Bray. The title gives this story away. The Digger and the Flower is about exactly that. A digger and other construction equipment enjoy building in the big city, until the digger comes across a flower that he nurtures to full bloom. One day the machinery get word down from the top that they need to build on the spot where the flower is. What will happen to this digger's flower? Well, I hope you have a green thumb, because this digger might need some help keeping this flower alive. We open in the morning, and all the heavy construction machinery are lined up and ready to go. Oh, jeez. They're morning trucks. I hate morning people. It's too much energy, too early. Give me some time to build up to that. Don't just come in popping off like a pastor giving a Sunday morning sermon every day. And I said, what a beautiful day it was. Yes, I said, it was a beautiful day. When our manager walked, when he walked and handed the new call list, and handed the new call list, and took our exhausted leads away. There's only so much I can take. Wow, Joyce. They all get to work and are shouting out their favorite things to do at work. They're too happy. Enough coffee talk. Give me waterboarding, please. Anything is better than this torture. It's not even the afternoon, and they've already built a ten-story building. Now they're out here, making everyone look bad. These guys are the one sales rep at the office who actually makes money, while the rest of us reps are stuck making the minimum, working our asses off trying to keep up. We're out here in a rowboat while they're running laps around us in a speedboat. It's not even fair. Man, do these guys love to work. They never stop. They're the perfect employee. They feel no pain watching their lives pass before their eyes while they're locked in at a dead-end job. By the end of the day, they built a whole city. Quote, I'm beat, said Crane. Me too, said Dozer. The other big trucks took a break, but Digger did not. End quote. Finally, we see they can at least feel something. Digger must be the only one who doesn't have a family. There's no other way you could have that kind of energy. Well, Digger finds a flower and starts taking care of it. Definitely a bachelor. That's the only way to have hobbies, too. But something interesting happens. Digger goes from being the perfect employee, like he wasn't even sentient, to ditching duties while everyone else was working. All he would do is just go take care of the flower. He's the polar opposite. He goes from being one kind of employee I hate, the tryhard, to the other kind of employee I hate, the guy who leaves you to do all his work. Can't this guy settle somewhere in the middle like the rest of us? Digger spends all his time with this flower, and he nurtures it as it blossoms. He belongs in better homes and gardens. Uh Uh-oh. We reached an impasse. The city reached max capacity, 
and the only lot to build on was where the flower was growing. Here's the conflict we were looking for. Dozer tells Digger they're going to build there, and there's no stopping them. But Dozer doesn't handle it in the best way. Quote, Dozer blew a big puff of smoke and cut the flower down. End quote. Ooh. Fight, fight, fight. Is Digger going to have to bury a bitch and dig Dozer a plot seven feet under? Nope. All the trucks go to work on the building like nothing happened. It's pretty clear they were sick of Digger not carrying his weight and getting credit for their work. So Dozer took care of their problem. And instead of getting back to work, Digger wept over his dead flower. Not going to win anybody over with those tactics, especially if he hasn't been working. But just then, Digger makes a big discovery. He finds seeds the flower left behind. What does Digger do? He grabs the seeds and makes a run for it. Boy, I've been on a roller coaster with my feelings for Digger. But you gotta respect a guy who's at the top of his game, just quits and heads up out that bitch. He heads for the hills. Digger goes AWOL, and he finds himself in a forest far away. He plants the seeds and cultivates them all into many flowers. With death comes life. And the story ends on Digger, out in the woods, sleeping with his flowers. Living a much simpler life. Joseph saw the winds of change coming when he developed this moral. He's clearly discussing a phenomenon that began only recently. People are now leaving big cities and discovering life is much healthier for them in smaller towns. He also makes the astute observation on something innate in humans. And that is, we actually get pride and feel better when we nurture and help others to grow. Which is why some people like to garden or others get dogs. And some who hate themselves and everyone else around them choose to have kids. Joseph's writing was concise with no more than a sentence on a page. But we never missed a beat in the story. It was crystal clear from start to finish. Where I take issue is the climax, when the one flower is being killed. It could have been handled in many different, more effective ways than Digger just crying over the flower. So, some might take issue with that, but that might be the only negative from the book. As for Joe's pictures, they were close to perfect. His use of bright colors on the trucks and making the city buildings dark was an ingenious way to impart individuality onto the trucks. These illustrations would not be out of place in an art exhibit. If you choose to open this book, be prepared to have it dig up many different emotions. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'm giving this book a 3.8. I'll have a heap and helpin' and go back for several more servings. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.